When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. It is Wednesday, Wednesday, December the 2nd, our first show in December, at least on this channel, but we're rocking and rolling. We're good to go. A lot of traffic. Of course, that's how December works. So, uh, we are a little bit later than usual. I probably need to fix the date on the screen here, but that's all right. Chris, how was your day? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're watching the game? Yep. So, I, I have had several people tweet me and said... Uh, Today would be a good day to do a show because this is trash. It's kind of what it seems like. <laughs> it's two not very good football teams that uh that are playing against each other. And one of them just happens to be undefeated. So that is the way that these things go sometimes uh, is what it is. Um, we're going to talk about the Big Ten. And I fully expect both Chris and myself to be a little passionate about this. And, uh, and then we're going to go through our NFL Week 13 previews, picks, it best bets, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, with that said, before we get started, winningcureseverything.com is the website. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. We are on live right now. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we do this. And uh, and we're on Twitch, we're on Periscope, we're on Facebook, and we are on YouTube. Make sure you are subscribed at all those different platforms. If you would like to jump into the chat, it's right there in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. You go ahead and do that. Dongle Chiropractic said, what's cracking? We got a chiropractor in here. What is going on? I like this. Our 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 fan base is uh the the education level just rose. So <laughs> I'm good with that. So yeah, if you would like to jump into the chat, you can do that. Any of those platforms will populate right there on your screen and you can be a part of the conversation. You can help drive whatever narrative you would like this show to be. Uh Birdie said, Good evening, men. Great start to the NCAA basketball. Gary, keep it up. Uh Christian, we got there with Louisiana. Thanks for that one, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we are rocking and rolling through the college basketball season, through the NFL season, through college football, etc. Lots of cancellations again. All that good stuff. Uh, If you want to get our college football gambling advice, information, whatever you want to call it, uh, we are over at sportsbookreview.com. That's sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. We do a show there on Mondays, Tuesdays, and on Saturdays on the YouTube channel. 
That's right. Go to search SBR Picks on YouTube, and it's very, very easy to do. Ryan Kennedy said Miles Garrett is uh, is back this week, and uh, and yeah, yeah. Birdie said Chris. Damn, spell check. Not Christian. Chris. He's talking about you, brother. There you go. So, are are you good today? How you feeling? Yeah, I'm good. Feeling all right. All right. I'm ready to talk some NFL. I'd imagine. I I don't want to get you too riled up, but we we got to talk about this. Um, the Big Ten just continues to it, it, so so what has happened with this college football season we all knew how the sausage was made anyway right i've been saying it ever since we started this show 4 years ago that the college football playoff is a tv show it's a sham they want the biggest names possible because they sold this thing to espn and they need the biggest ratings possible so that they can sell advertisements to the highest bidders blah 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 all that kind of mess right we we've talked about this multiple times and it is incredibly frustrating because we we enjoy football, period. We enjoy the small schools, the big schools, whatever. We just like good football, and we like giving a chance to the little guys. Uh, we think that the college football playoff should be uh, deserved and not just based on, eh, well, they look like the best team, right? And that's the biggest thing here is eye test has become such a big part of this. If you read Gary Barta's comments or heard them last night, uh, on the CFP ranking show, if you heard them on uh, or, or read the the transcript that is out there now, he basically said, "Well, you know, Texas A and M has played a lot of games, but Ohio State just looks like the better team right now. Um, you know, eventually, if Ohio State doesn't get more games in, yeah, it we we may have to go that direction. But through what we have seen, Ohio State looks like the better team. They've played four games." The only team with a pulse that they have played put up 500 passing yards on them, and that was Indiana. And now you're not going to get to see what Indiana is for the rest of the season with Michael Penix because he's out. So they're not going to hold that against Ohio State. They're just going to assume that Indiana would have beaten everybody else on the schedule. So here is what Barry Alvarez said um, today about the Big Ten possibly having to reconsider its requi- excuse me requirements for championships uh, with OSU in mind from a conversation with the Detroit News. He said uh, on if they need to take a look at at changing the requirements for the Big Ten title game, he said, I would think that if something would happen to Ohio State and they'd have to cancel another game, that that's something that we've got to revisit. They're sitting up there, still ranked number four. Our league can't keep them from having the opportunity if they have a chance to be in the finals. So then he was asked, is that an AD-level decision? He said, yeah, we meet weekly. Those are things we discuss. We may make some adjustments on that last week. That's sort of a flexible week of scheduling, but those are things we talk about, and certainly you've got to consider or reconsider. What the hell are we even doing? The ACC just did this, right? We talked about this on the SBR show yesterday because it was a big news flash. The ACC came out and said, all right, we're doing 10-game schedules, and you can do one non-conference game. So everybody's going to get 11 games. If you can't quite get 11, that's fine, but we want to make sure we have a full schedule. And then they come out this week because Clemson decided they don't want to go back to Tallahassee because they are the big dogs in the conference. They said, we're not going back down there. Rather than trying to schedule something else for them, they just said, you know what? Rather than take the risk of of an injury or one of you guys uh, shit in the bed, we're just going to say you don't have to play next weekend, and that way we've got Notre Dame and Clemson in the ACC championship game, and we are guaranteed a playoff spot and we don't have to worry about it. I am so tired of this because what this is is the leaders coming up with 
rules to start things off until the rules don't fit their narrative or what they want to happen. So when something goes sideways and their big dogs can't get in using the rules that they have created, I would just screw the rules. I am so irritated about this. Chris, I know you're irritated as well. It, I, I'm going to let you have the floor, but it's it's so frustrating to see this from from supposed leaders of conferences, but we all know what it is. It's a sham. It's a TV show. They want ratings. That's Ohio State is getting, they're getting in the playoff one way or another. We got to stop hiding behind ratings. We have to. Let me let me tell you. Let me tell you who the ratings king is. Okay. Let me let me explain how ratings works. There's an industry out there that's ran pretty ineptly, by the way. Like they're they're not they're not a well ran organization called the NFL. They're playing right now on Wednesday afternoon. All right. Because they can't get their shit together either. But let me let me let me explain how ratings work for them. Okay. They would play a Sunday afternoon game on a rando Sunday in October at 4 p.m. Eastern time, okay, between the Cowboys and the Packers. And it will outrate the SEC championship game. It will outrate any playoff game we have. It will outrate the national championship game. And it's just a rando game on a Sunday, okay? So you want to sell your soul to the ratings? How is it that this lowly, small-town, upstart team from middle-of-nowhere Wisconsin can bring that kind of a number. How is that possible? It's because the NFL said, we think that competition and parity are the most important thing. We think fairness is the most important thing. Would we love every game to be New York and Dallas? Absolutely. That would that would be the the, the dream of all dreams. But we understand that we can't make certain things happen. And by allowing every team equal opportunity to rise and fall over the decades, they built a monster fan base for this small town, little bitty dinky market football team. Okay? That's how you build ratings. But the College football has said, no, 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 no. See, we've got these six big horses that run college football, and we have to have our championship and we have to have our playoffs run around them. And if one of them aren't in it, holy shit, everything is on fire. And 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 we have to have the championship game be two of them. We, we can have at least three of them in and let – uh, another guy get in every now and then if they've earned the right to be there. But man, we, we got to do everything in our power to keep these six or seven big boy teams afloat because they're the only ones that pull eyeballs. What if you start letting the chips fall where they may don't manipulate rules. Don't manufacture wins for teams. Don't benefit the big boys that already have all the other benefits in the world. They already get the best coaches. They already have the best players. They, because we don't have some type of draft system, they already have the best facilities. They already have the most fans. Have you ever thought that if you put these other teams on national TV more often and you don't bury them on the U that they will then in time get more fans. They will then in time get bigger. Have you ever, have you ever thought of that? And then you no longer have to sell your soul to anybody. And you can just say, we're going to let the chips fall where they may in any team that gets in, we're going to have great ratings. You know why? Because we've built up all of these programs instead of selling our soul to these few. 
Yeah. But no, no, no. We sell our soul to these few, and and it it drives me insane. It infuriates me. And I fully believe, listen, this is the first year that these players realize for the first time in the history of college sports, we have more power than these administrations. We have more power than these administrations. The little guys are learning. There's a lot of us and they need us. I'm telling you, that's going to transition up at some point in time. If, if you're the other 13 teams in the SEC and you're tired of that Alabama cock in your ass, at some point in time, you're going to realize, I don't need that. I don't need that. We'll walk away. We'll start our own thing. You, Clemson, Ohio State, good luck playing each other. Oh, yeah, nobody will play Liberty. You can play those bastards. All right, now see how you like it. You can't take too much. Every partnership has to have – it's some type of equalness to it. You can't just say I'm the king and I must be treated as the king and I must be treated separately because at some point in time, the subjects get tired of being the subjects. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't, I could not have put that any better myself. Uh, LA Lakers, 2020 champion said, yo, what it is guys. Um, let's see who else jumped in here. Oh, the Brown Yeti. It's been a little, it's been a little while since we saw the Yeti in here. Uh, Casey said, just expand to eight teams. I don't understand why they don't want eight teams. Uh, it's more games, more money, and there is definitely eight teams every year worthy of the playoff stage. See, all right, so I don't know that there's eight teams worthy. I think that there are eight we teams We got to stop deserving. the worthiness, Gary. I know. That's we got to fucking stop it. I understand that. What I'm saying is there are eight teams that are deserving of being on that platform. Now, we all know every year it's basically two teams that are ahead of the rest of the pack. And it's a different combination, right? Last year, it was LSU and Ohio State and Clemson. It was three of them last year. Uh, in some cases, it's just been Alabama and Clemson. In one year, it was, you know, it, it's it's never Oklahoma. But Oklahoma deserves to be in there because they win their conference every year and they dominate during the regular season. It, it's the same thing with the group of five teams. No, I don't think that Cincinnati would beat most of these top four teams. I just, I don't. But they deserve the opportunity. That's where I'm at with it. Like, I, I have become a proponent of a 16-team playoff because that way you get all of the automatic qualifiers in and you bring in everybody else. If the top four teams are the top four teams, well, then they can prove it and they can go win. Like, that that's my deal. But this whole thing this season, I understand why these conferences are doing everything in their power to get their guys in the playoff because the playoff payout is more money. They want more money because they have all taken a bath this year because they didn't have the uh, the wherewithal to look ahead. They didn't have the they they want their uh, their nonprofit right. They want their tax exemption. They want all that. I'm I'm so irritated that it's just out in the open. Like I'm I'm glad it's out in the open, but to come out and say this is unbelievable. Like for the love of God, when you make a rule, just stick to it. Like the playoff, they're not, even, they're not even hiding it anymore. We don't the, even we the playoff don't even hide has, it has said. I mean, it, it, look, they're the playoff every year. The justification that they make every season just fits whatever they want the narrative to be. If they want Alabama to be in as a non-champion, well, then they just switch it up to the eye test. And it's, it's the same thing when Ohio State was a non-champion and Penn State was a two-loss team. Well, we can't have a team that got blown out by Michigan, uh, you know, in the second game of the year. Well, I don't know, but, but they, know, that year they didn't want UCF in. They wouldn't let UCF join in. They oh, were was, undefeated, and they passed the eye test. Then they said, "Oh, but look at your strength of schedule." Oh, but yeah, nobody it, wanted to look the at Clemson's. They, yeah. they, nobody wanted to look at Clemson's strength of schedule. Yeah, it's it's like, all justification. 
Like, no, yeah. So we, we want to make this argument right here because it defends this team. And then we want to change the argument to change this team. And then we want to, because this year they're going to say the same thing. They're going to look at BYU and say, well, look who you've played. And then they're going to say, well, look at Ohio State. Well, who the hell have they played? They played three nobodies, three sped teams, okay? The only thing that would surprise me this season would be if we do not have Alabama, Ohio State, and Notre Dame in this playoff. That's the only thing that would surprise me. Now, Clemson, I think if Notre Dame loses by, by, by three touchdowns, let's say, which I don't think is going to happen, if Notre Dame gets beat up and beat up pretty good, there's a world where they get kicked out of this thing. I, I don't think so. I don't think that they put in Texas A&M over Notre Dame. Now you're probably right. Because at, at that point, Alabama would – so here's the way that it would work. If Florida beats Alabama, obviously Florida's in. But then they'll keep Alabama in as well. Like – that's the, but that's the world where Notre Dame gets left out. Yeah, that that's the world where Notre Dame gets left out. But that's because Florida jumps in. So if Clemson and, loses again, somebody said, "What if Clemson if Clemson loses again, they're out. Yeah, they, they're, they don't they're get done. to play as a two loss team." Notre Dame's probably one or two. Alabama's one or two. If they win the SEC, um, if they lose the SEC, then you know. Now, now if Clemson does lose, then I do think we're getting a one loss A and M team in. No, no question. Yeah, if if Clemson loses. That moves Ohio State up to three. Yeah, probably going to get A&M. It, so long as they go undefeated the rest of the way. Um, and I fully expect them to. I mean, it's not like they got a tough schedule to close out. But that's the thing, right? Is, is We are having this conversation, and the fact that Ohio State could play four or five games, and that's it. And so far, they are ranked number four with only four games played, and the only one of which was against a team with a pulse and they only won by seven, and their defense looked atrocious. Their their quarterback threw three interceptions in this game. Yep. Oh, but wait a minute. I thought we were going to use the eye test. It, but but apparently... Oh, no, it, hang on. What about strength of schedule? How are we going to use that? Let's use the strength of schedule. Oh, we're not using that either? No, can't, what can't, qualifications can't, can't, are we using for Ohio State? Uh, Phil Stills Preview Magazine. That's got to be it. That's the only thing that you can say. Like that How do these sons of bitches sleep at night? That's all I want to know. Uh, in their very expensive mansions with their very expensive beds on their very expensive pillows. Uh, I hope they making, die. Making, I really do. The oh world's a better God. place without them. It I, really is. I know their families will be sad. Tough shit. People die every day. They make the world a worse place. They just do. Yes. It's, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I wouldn't go so far as to say I hope they die. I know, because but I, like, because let's, you let's, and I think differently, and I see, I see this world as just, just a meaningless place sometimes anyway. It's, and and death is just the next great adventure. So <laughs> I I'm I'm so irritated with it. I it, it drives me insane because you would like to think there's a little bit of integrity uh, but there's not. that there there's are not. at least and some before ethics. Before now before now they they all were doing the same things they're doing right now. The problem is is COVID, this weird ass twenty twenty year and the weird scheduling it, it's all exposing them for who they are. And if we won't stand up and cry out and, and, and shout them down and, and fight them now, when the hell will we? Because they've been doing the same shit over and over and over again. And all they do is let the outcome justify what they've done. Oh, well, look how good LSU was. Look how good Alabama was. Look how good Clemson was. Look how good Ohio State shouldn't have got in that one playoff. But they got in, and then they won it. So, well, well we deserve to be there. See, that's, the end doesn't justify the mean. Agreed. 
Like, I, I don't understand having contracts for bowl games. I don't understand uh, all these different things, right? Because there's there's a chance that Liberty uh, could go 9-2, and 10-1. and one, You know, so I, I would fully expect that they get beat this weekend. But that team could go 10-1 and one this year and not be able to go to a bowl game. Because the NCAA knocked out all the qualifications for the bowl games. Have you seen the bowl predict, uh, predictions at all? Like, no, because I don't look at any of that shit. So you Brett, know I hate it. I know, I know. But Brett McMurphy is is in the know. He talks to all these guys. He talks to these different bowl games and the scouts for them and who they are working with to bring to their bowl games. LSU is in talks to go to a bowl game. And Liberty wouldn't be able to get in. Like, what world are we in right now? Tennessee. They're talking about Tennessee for the Music City Bowl. What Tennessee may have two wins this year. Like, what are we doing? But it's because they're part of the SEC, and there's no qualifications for bowl games. So, and that's not to say that Tennessee is going to even accept because they may just be ready to be done with the season. But, like, these teams that deserve a little more notoriety, a little more uh, spotlight on them, they don't get it. Like, it's part of what I enjoy about college game day, right? I love that Felica and that bunch, they at least have the stones to go to a place like Coastal Carolina and Liberty. Right, like they may not showcase the game, uh, like on ESPN, they might not put it at the right time slot or on the right channel because they need their ratings. But Felica and them don't have any say in that. They got no rating. They got no say in that. But they can decide what game is the biggest in the weekend, and they can go where they want to go and spotlight a team that's on the rise. They can right. help give a little more spotlight to those teams, and I love that. However, they're going to a game, and Thomas Lee jumps in. Yeah, it's it's all about money. And that's the problem. That is the issue here. Kirk Herbstreit went on a, a diatribe uh, on a Michigan radio station this morning, and obviously he apologized for his statements about Michigan, you know, trying to wave the white flag and duck the Ohio State game because they don't want to get beat by 100 and all that. He said that on the air last night. I could not believe he said it. And then he walked it back and whatever. I get it. But it, it, it doesn't make it any less true. There are teams that are absolutely quitting on the season, and they don't want to get embarrassed. And that it is what it is. But when you give players and teams the option to do that, who in their right mind would have thought they wouldn't use it? Like, my gosh. So but he went on his diatribe, and he said, look, I'm more just upset about the state of college football. He said, we've got players that, that don't look at this as an opportunity. They look at this as, hey, you know, we're not going to win anymore, so like, might as well go on and get ready for the NFL. It, they're not looking at this as a 20, 30, 40-year long-term investment. They're not looking at taking the lessons from being on a team. Regardless of what the adversity is. I want to stop right there. I want to stop right there. Two things. One, I love I love Kurt. I love Kurt. He's one of the the best things about the sport. He's also part of the problem as well. Yes. Okay. Because he sees the big name teams and he puffs them up and he dismisses the little guys just as much as anybody else does. Okay. But but the problem is is you know, you know the teams that aren't quitting? You know the players that aren't quitting and opting out? BYU's players, Coastal's players, Liberty's players, the Sunbelt kids, all these kids, they're not quitting on their teams. No, 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 no. No, they're, they're still fighting. UCF has nothing to fight for. That team is still fighting like hell to score points every week, every time the, the game is snapped. Cincinnati knows that they have nothing to play for because these sons of bitches won't let them in. No matter what they do, no matter how good they are, they won't allow them at the table. But they're still fighting like hell, and they're not quitting. They're not quitting. These guys have nothing to play for, and they're still not quitting. You know who does quit? 
all those big boys, all those blue bloods, your Penn State, your LSUs, your all those big guys, and as soon as they realize, eh, it's not what we thought it was going to be, so let's walk away. Those guys don't have any clue on how to face adversity, and you know why? Because they've been given every advantage that they've ever had in this sport. Maybe yeah. not in life. Most of these kids come from real tough backgrounds. But when it comes to football, they've always been the best player on the best team, and they've never lost. And they don't understand what that's like. And it's shame on college football. Shame on the entire system. This is what we're talking about. For always giving them the advantage. For always giving them the best of everything and puffing them up. This is the problem. Let leave us uh, leave, leave Ohio State out and let USC get in one time. Let them get their shit kicked in. That's fine. It's okay to go up there and and show up and get beat. That's all right. Notre Dame did it. Notre Dame's done it a bunch of times. They've played teams way better than them several times, and they got the hell beat. They got embarrassed. You know what? They're still showing up. And guess what? After four or five years, six or seven years of getting embarrassed by those teams, they now are, are kind of equal with those teams. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. Imagine that. We let them in. And we beat the shit out of them. And everyone says, well, they didn't belong to begin with. Yes, they did belong. They just weren't as good as the other team. But after getting there so many times, they learn what they need to do different to compete with these teams and to get better. Let UCF in. And if they ever deserve to be there, let them in again. And then maybe the fourth or fifth time that they've gotten in, maybe they're a different kind of team. Maybe they've learned something, and the nation has seen them. Same thing with Cincinnati. If Cincinnati deserves to be in, let their ass in. Let them fight. Yes, give them the opportunity to do so. Like Bertie said, stop watering down Division One football. Create a 20-team true Division One league. Let them recruit on an evil play, or even playing field, and all the best kids are then recruiting, on those Recruiting teams. is really what's like, killing college football. It really is. Yeah. I, I'm not of the opinion that, Kids should because they are going to get an education, regardless of how I kind of roll my eyes at that. I do think education is important. My education wasn't important. Oh, hey, I can't make my my life experience what everybody else's is. What we we have a little bit of breaking news. It's not breaking as of yet. Um, the so Liberty is still on a path to play the game Saturday, right? Okay. However, BYU and Coastal are in talks and have explored the possibility of playing Saturday if Liberty cannot play because of COVID-related issues. That's so amazing. So that could be cool. Uh, they, they need to find out if Liberty's going to be able to play because they, they, do have, they do have COVID-19 issues right now. At both um, the places I bet online right now, I can't find the Liberty Coastal game. No, it's, it's taken it's been, off the board. Yeah, it's been taken off the board. So that could be amazing. Yeah. That would yeah. be a lot of fun. But that's that's the thing, right? BYU's players haven't quit. But not only that, App State has nothing else to play for. They don't have. And they're still going to show up, and they're going to bring the wood Saturday. They didn't have anything to play for last Saturday. Yeah, and they still came out and whipped Troy's ass like they wanted to play. And Troy, who has had nothing to play for for weeks on uh, on end, they are still showing up. They are yeah. still doing their thing. There are so many of these teams that still give a damn that want to go out and compete. And that's the biggest thing. So there's some, obviously, that aren't. But there are still some that are, and I love those teams for doing it. Because that football is so much more important than just championships. Like, college football has always been more than just championships. That doesn't mean that I don't think that they should have a better system for it. I think that it means 
football is life. That's how this thing works. And for it to be just whittled down into this little thing that it is now where everybody just pays attention to the playoff, that's an issue. Like, if, if you're going to have it where everybody only talks about being able to get to the playoff, then you need a bigger playoff. You need. I've been I've been screaming this for years. Yeah, I know. I've been, I've been saying it for for years and years and years that just because you can't win the championship doesn't mean you don't belong in the tournament. Every year, some a Butler is going to hang banners for making it to a Sweet Sixteen or making it to to an Elite or Final Four. Like LSU made it to a Sweet Sixteen, they made it to one Final Four in my lifetime, and and they hung a banner for it, and it was an amazing season, and it was a great ride. Oh, but they didn't win the championship, so it didn't matter. No, it mattered. Yes. Why is it that one team out of 130 can win a title? You mean everybody else don't matter? Oregon last year, so there were a lot of fans that were uh, debating before they ended up getting beat by Arizona State. They were debating, would it be better for us to not make the playoff and just go to the Rose Bowl where we know that we've got a really good chance of winning, or do we want to go get our teeth kicked in by LSU? Like, which would be better? And it's always going to be, go play LSU. Like, go to the biggest stage possible because it helps your program long term. And the players want that opportunity. They want to compete. And it doesn't matter who you're playing against. Like, Oregon didn't get to play for a national championship last year because they lost to Arizona State. That's perfectly fine. They still went out and competed against Wisconsin. Like, it, that, it, it drives me insane thinking about this stuff. Thomas jumps in. He said, you guys are the only ones talking about this. Respect. Hey, we just call it like we see it. Well, share you know? it out. Tell everybody else that you know to come listen to it because I, I don't know what else to do. I don't hear anybody else saying it. And no. I say some pretty harsh shit, okay? Do I, do, I don't know any of these people, so it's so it's a pretty huge dick move to say I wish they would all die. I just think the world's a better place without assholes. I just do. I totally and I understand think these it. guys are the biggest assholes in the world. The, so a, a lot of times that I will uh, I will talk about the reality of the situation. I'll talk about who is likely going to get into the playoff. That is based on the uh, the circumstances and what we know the playoff to be. Like uh, we're talking about Herb Street puffing up teams and whatnot, not ranking uh, G five teams and all that. Uh, a lot of that is because the playoff committee has done this year after year after year. So you're trying. Even even if you're not meaning to, in the back of your head, you're trying to match what they are going to do, right? You're trying to predict. Even when you should be just giving out your opinion on the best teams, you're still trying to predict who is actually going to be able to make it and who's not. And that's that's where we, you and I sometimes get crossways with this because sometimes I am just trying to predict what they're going to do. Even if I don't believe it's the right thing to do, I still find myself trying to predict what they will end up doing, and it, I don't care. I'm not in the prediction business. I'm gonna I'm gonna make games. I'm gonna pick games, but but I'm not in the prediction business. I'm gonna tell you what I think. I'm gonna tell you what's right, and I'm gonna tell you what's wrong. Yeah, that's it. That's I can only tell you what I truly believe and what I truly feel. And my my problem is is the danger of doing what you're doing is I learned this definition thanks to some friends that are a lot smarter than us. That's the definition of gaslighting. Yes. You're saying what everybody else is saying, and now everybody is hearing it from all these different sources, and so now they believe it. And I refuse to be a part. I just refuse to be a part of it. Hey, it's uh, it's politics, right? But I'm not doing that. I'm not no, playing I know, that game. No, I know. But that's, that's what I'm saying is... And that's why I'll never be taken seriously because I say off-the-wall shit and I cuss too much. That's fine. I understand that. 
but I'm going to always at least tell you what I really feel. And this stuff bothers me. I find yep. it morally reprehensible. I really do. I'm not a moralist. I'm not. I, I, I don't judge people for anything that they do. But this is a sport in which the labor, the labor that's out there actually taking all of the risk right now are, are, are not paid. And these other entities are trying to screw certain kids. If you're Wake Forest this week, it, you know, you're, you're pretty upset that you don't get your shot at Notre Dame when it was on the schedule. Do you think Wake Forest, when they saw the schedule this year, circled that game at the end of the year? Oh, it, well, it, so they were supposed to play earlier in the year, and Notre Dame had COVID issues. Yeah, whatever, and, whatever. But, they but that's the what Notre I'm saying. Game. Yeah, that was a big deal for Wake Forest. Now Wake Forest is going to get screwed. All those kids that worked all hard all year. Dave Clawson has a shot at at maybe a lottery ticket in his hand. You know, you go into that game and you upset Notre Dame. Now you can step up to you either make Wake Forest pay your ass or you can go take four or five million dollars from somebody else. Okay, yeah. but that's a, that's a lottery ticket he's holding right now, and and now. The, the ACC just took that ticket and tore it up. They threw it away. You don't get that opportunity. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, kids at Wake. You don't get that chance. All those kids at, at Florida State. I, yeah, because you guys the kids are not decision worth. to not play yeah. Clemson. It wasn't the kids' decision. These were adults. These were administrators that had 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 a say in it. The kids didn't have a chance. How many kids at Florida State just grew up hating Clemson the last several years? Just hating their ass, getting just destroyed by them. They want their shot at the king. Everybody yes. wants their shot at the king. Yep, but okay? but those players in those programs are not worth as much to the ACC yeah. as Clemson and Notre Dame this yeah. year. That's what it is. That's it. That's it. That's the – And we, but we get upset when, when, uh, when they cancel, when they, uh, when they opt out. And they don't want to go play for. Oh, how selfish of them to not go play for the bowl game! How selfish of them to to opt out and, and quit on their team. We call them, we call them quitters. Oh how yeah. How dare we? How how fucking dare we? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. We it's, used it's the absurd. shit out of these kids, and then we got the balls to call them quitters. Oh, that's that's some great a piece of shit right there. Yeah, yeah. Now you're uh, you're right about that. Uh, Casey said, I take you seriously, Chris. I would rather watch a real show than a scripted one anyway. Uh, Thomas Lee said, my litmus test was 2014. TCU got jobbed. Even though Ohio State won it, TCU deserved to be there. The difference, Ohio State is the cash cow. Uh, yes. Casey said. Um, oh, that TCU team was awesome, too. And that was a complete team with no stars. Oh, yeah. No, Just they, a complete, well-rounded, great offense, great defense. The best team I've ever seen Gary Patterson have. Love that man. Oh, yeah. Uh, Birdie said, uh, let's see, can change, a change can happen from the voice of a single man. Never underestimate uh, the true power of an opinion. True leaders have the courage to speak their truth. No, uh, much respect, Chris. Never apologize for an opinion. Yeah. That's no apologies here. Like We're, we're no. going to tell you exactly what we're thinking. But, um, whew. Yeah, I knew I knew we were going to get fired up about that. Michigan, by the way, uh, uh, the game against Maryland canceled today. Yeah. SMU Houston is canceled. Uh, that Michigan situation, they are not even allowed back to their facility until Monday, and they are supposed to play Ohio State next Saturday. So uh, Ohio State's doing everything they can to get their game in this week. I mean, we'll see. Uh, Tyrone said, what changes in the Big Ten? Oh, he just he just topped in. Tyrone, uh, the Big Ten is looking at changing their rules for who can get into the Big Ten title game based on the fact that uh, Ohio State may not have enough games. So, is what it is. Uh, another example of 
these conferences uh, doing whatever they can to help the bigger schools. Let's uh, let's talk about the NFL Week 13 previews. I know we have the Steelers game and the Ravens uh, going on right now, but it's already time to look ahead to next week. I know the NFL has has pushed some games around and all that kind of stuff, but it ain't changing our schedule. We got our schedule set in stone. They got to get back right with us. So. Let's talk about our previews for this week. We're going to give out spread picks on each one of these games. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we'll start it right now. NFL Week 13 previews. Let's start off Lions and Bears. Division game, two not very good football teams. Matt Patricia, no longer the head coach. There is no GM in, in uh, Detroit now. Uh, rumors abound that Harbaugh looks like he might be the next Lions coach. That would be comical to me a little bit. Um, but, hey, I mean, you never know. We'll see. Uh, the Bears have a pretty easy run of it at the end of the season here. Do they start off with the win? Are the Lions just done now that their coach is gone? Or is this another situation where, you know, team fires their coach, team shows up fired up that week, they play over their heads, and, and the Lions find a way to get a win on the road? Well, so far, we're two for two on teams that fired their coaches winning the next week. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. I really, really, really wanted to take the Lions this week because of that. I like this Bears defense. I do. If they could put together any semblance of an offense, I like this Bears defense a lot. Did you They're see just the picture, getting crushed by a bad offense? Did you see the picture of, of Mitch Trubisky like trying to talk to the team and there's a guy in the background that is just looking at him all goofy? Did you see that? No, but look, I gotta look just, that up. He was looking at him just like Come on, man. Why, why like, are you talking like, to why, us? Why are you talking no, to us? No, can we get Roquan? Can we get Khalil? Like, can we get a real leader up here? So here's the problem with the Bears. This is this is the offensive problem that I have with them. Kirk Cousins is not a good quarterback, okay? But the run game is so good that you have to worry about it so much that even when they're not running the ball well, Kirk can do a lot of dangerous things, all yes. right? Alex Smith, not a great quarterback, having a rough year. But they're running the football so well that it means it opens everything else up. There's a lot of teams, Baker Mayfield, not a good quarterback. 
but they run the ball so well, it opens it up. Chicago can't run the football, yeah. and they have a moron that's completely talentless at quarterback. And on and top of that, hold on, on top of that, you've got that makes Nagy. for a bad combination, by the way. Oh, it's a terrible combination, but on top of it, you've also got a head coach who the players have openly said doesn't know what's going on on the they field. Don't, they don't trust him. This is not a good combination. Now, the fact that they can keep these games close and stay fighting in them says a lot. It says, says a lot, a lot about, the, about the, the quality of the talent around this inept quarterback and these, you know, the 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 struggle on offense, the leadership on that defense. I just, I can't pick this game. Oh my god! If you put a gun in my head and said, "Make a choice, give me the Lions," just that's, straight that's where I'm calls. Going. I, so far, it's two for two on teams fire their coach, and the next week they show up just red assed and ready to play. And I don't know. I just think this Bears team offensively, if they had a great run game, I would trust them so much more. If they had any the, semblance of a run game. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Any run game at all. That's right. I would trust them so much more. The fact that they can't run the ball and I'm putting my entire faith in either Mitch Trubisky or Foles, I just can't do it. Casey jumps in. The Bears are going undefeated the rest of the year. Book it. Casey. Well, it's pretty easy going, and I yeah. think that that last game they have the have they played the Packers twice? Uh, no, no, yes, no, they have. Yes, 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 no, 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 they have, they have. They I think have. they got one good, one good team left. Let's see. I'm looking it up as we speak. Um, let's see. They have got uh, the Packers on January the third. So oh, yes, they, they've only I don't played think them. Once. They play the Packers twice, but it, here's so what they got on the table. They they got the Lions this week. They got the Texans. They got the Vikings, the Jaguars, and the Bears. So all of their well, they can't play themselves. I mean uh, uh, the Packers. Sorry, the Packers. Okay. Um, um. All right. That Vikings game's gonna be tough. That Packers game's gonna be tough. Without Will Fuller for the rest of the year, now that that Texans team is just trash. Yep. Yep. We'll get we'll get to them in my gambling picks. Yeah, I'm I'm rolling Lions here. I'm rolling Lions. Um. Moving on, Colts minus three and a half at the Texans. So, this is all the noon slate on Sunday, by the way. There is no Thursday night football this week because the Ravens, of course, are playing tonight, and then they will play yeah. again next Tuesday against the Cowboys. We'll uh, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, Colts minus three and a half. What, what am I missing? I, I think the Colts are a substantially better team than the Texans, and, and I know that the Texans have looked okay as of late, uh, but Will Fuller got popped for Peds. Uh, Roby got popped for Peds. I think that might be... You know, two of their, you know, what, like four best players on the team. Well, Will Will is their second best player outside of yeah, Watson. I, it, so, only three and a half? Like, give me the Colts all day here. This, this well, you can find three. Oh, can you? Hell I, yeah. Um, I had them earlier. I saw, uh, like, a bet online or something like that. But I, no, Bovada's got three. Bookmaker's got three. Bet online's got three. Oh, then that thing's moved down a little bit. Now, so, everybody else, everybody yeah. else has three and a half. Yeah, K-Storm said Colts with the points. Uh, Birdie said no Fuller, no Cobb, no Stills, no Johnson. How is this Houston team going to score? Uh, I don't know. Look, I, I I trust Deshaun Watson to be able to find ways to get it done, but man. This but is, I don't. I, I don't. Not against this Colts defense. No. He's not magic, okay? He can't just wiggle his nose and make stuff happen. Yeah, I'm I'm all over the Colts. Um, yeah, I, I like, yeah, I like the Colts. I like the Colts a lot, so. Um, Me too. Moving on from there, let's talk about another division game between a, a team that showed a little bit of life here lately, and that would be the Falcons at home, plus three against the Saints. You know, Saints with Taysom, 
last week was just it tossed that game out. Like, I mean, what are, what are we even doing? Um, I I feel Saints here. Like, I know you can get a two and a half for the Saints. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Like, I understand the, the Falcons just blew the doors off the Raiders last week. I get it, but I, I still think the Saints are just a significantly better football team. Like, you kind of feel the same way here? Yeah, from top to bottom, they are the better team. I, I think the only reason this line is as small as it is is because we saw the Falcons drop 40 um, and beating the hell out of the Raiders last week. And you well, the know Falcons how I always, love... Even, even when the Falcons are terrible, they always seem to find a way to beat really good New Orleans teams. But, I mean, it's happened multiple years in a row now. So, this is why I'm so I, conflicted on it, right? I'm not. I'm not conflicted at all. I, I like. I like the Saints. I think this Falcons. I think what the Falcons have done the last couple of weeks is just fraudulent. I mean, that, that's. You know, I like betting against teams that play way above their head the week before. And so Casey jumps in. He said uh, uh, the Falcons game or the Saints game is a trap game for sure. Uh, look, it, I mean, it's not like the Saints have anything to look forward to. They get the Eagles next week. You know, like the Eagles game, I could see being a trap game because they got the Chiefs coming into town the week after that. But like, what what are you Listen, looking forward to with, here? With, with Taysom Hill as your quarterback, no game is a trap game. They're not overlooking anybody, and they're not looking forward to anything. And they ain't overlooking they, the Falcons at all. No, they're not all. overlooking the Falcons at all. They hate these. This is one of those most. This one of the most underrated rivalries in the NFL. Oh, they hate each other. They really they, do hate each other, and uh, nationally, we don't really talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, not, it's, it's not. It's not Steelers, Ravens. It's not Packers, Patriots, Bears, Jets, or, yeah. or anything like that, or, or whatever. It, it's yeah, Packers, Bears. It's not. It's not any of that. It. It's just a really hated rivalry, though. Uh, let's see. Embarrassing loss by the Falcon from K Storm. Uh, but they. Uh, he said their Super Bowl game against the Saints. Uh, it never fails. Uh, and then Casey jumps in. Falcons money line. Just saying. Hey, and maybe so, but I, I can't in any good faith put my money behind the Falcons. I just can't do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I, I refuse. Not not against the Saints. I mean, that just no, I'm okay with I'm okay with losing, but I'm gonna go down betting against a team that I just don't trust. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. All right, uh, moving on. Browns at the Titans. This one opened at three in favor of the Titans. It is now at six, and I think that that's right. I think we're going to keep moving up, and I think that that's the right direction. I think this Titans team does exactly what the Browns do, only better. They got a better quarterback. I think they've got a better defense. I know we get Miles Garrett back this week. I do think the Titans are going to win this game by a touchdown. Uh, they they play to the level of the competition, and I, I think they're going to show up this week in, in a big, big way. Uh, I, I would imagine you're probably going to take your brownies. Yeah, but 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 your logic is is wrong here. Okay. Okay. Um, it's not they do the same things. How do you beat the Browns? You stop the run. You stop the run. What was the Titans known for, and what have they been known for all year? Uh, not what I have no idea which direction you're going. Being terrible against the run, Gary. I, what but, What about but, the first like seven eight games where they just embarrassing loss? Just teams just run it right down their throat. Okay. You you can't you can't stop this team if you can't stop the run. The, the the Browns can be beaten very easily, very easily. You have to stop the run. The Titans don't have the personnel to do that. By saying the Titans have a better defense, that's just wrong. They they don't. Now the Browns have. I mean the the Titans have way better offense, way better offense because of the quarterback. 
um, situation than the Titans do. All right. But I'm going to tell you, you take the Browns, you take the points. I think the Titans can win. I think the Titans win on a field goal. I think this is a very close, very tight back and forth game. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm looking at it. Cleveland number 11 uh, against the run, Tennessee number 16 against the run. They give up 4.3 yards per rush. So, um, in their last, uh, I will say this, so, in their last so Ryan, three, Ryan they're going to Ryan Jones says two things here. One, he asked who's better quarterback, Carson Wentz, Mitchell Trubisky. I'm not answering that question. That's a trap. I'm not doing that. <laughs> You're going to make me say something positive about one of those two guys. I refuse. I just opt out. Who's my favorite team? I, I grew up a Patriots fan, um, and, uh, and I've loved the city of Bob wearing my Boston hoodie now. It's just a general city of Boston hoodie. Um, greatest city in the world. Just in case anybody was wondering, uh, and uh, and so that came along with all of those franchises and teams. I married into the Cleveland thing, so for about 17, 18 years, I haven't been married that long, but I've been going up there that long. Um, I have embraced the the Browns, and I have embraced the Indians. I, re- I refuse to embrace the Cavs because I am a Celtics guy and I am a Grizz guy, and I already have my two teams there. So there you go. There you go. Uh, Casey, Browns and Bears money line picks of the week. Or money somebody line said I of the think week. the Steelers are. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's just somebody trying to stir some shit up. That's exactly what that is. I can get down with that. All right, moving on, we've got the Giants at the Seahawks. This is an afternoon game. Uh, the rest of these are afternoon. Um, you know, it, it, this is a big game, I guess, because it's – Chase uh, McSorley just threw a touchdown pass. Yeah, I see that. I see we, uh, we, have, we have Trace in here. I'm back. Three I'm back to covering. I covered the entire game. That last touchdown screwed it for me. I'm back to covering. Oh, did you take the Ravens plus ten? Oh hell yeah, ten and a half. That's I've I've still got yes. uh, I've still got my Steelers minus four ticket from last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, about to bust it. Sorry, I digress. No. Let's go. Um. So, so with that, um, yeah, Giants and, and Seahawks. The only reason we're discussing this is because the Giants are leading the NFC East. They are. This is this is two first place teams. <laughs> this is two first place teams. It was a weird week trying to come up with big games, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Um, so, so with that said, uh, Seahawks ten point favorite here. I, I would imagine like Seattle plays down to the level of competition so much it drives me insane. They should cover this. Um. I you know but but I have seen the Giants come back and cover in games that they have no business covering, you know I I don't imagine that they win. I could totally see the Giants covering ten, but I you know I don't know. All right, so yeah, give me give me something to work with here. <laughs> we have to we have to stop looking at the Seahawks from the first half of the season because that defense was atrocious. That defense was a bottom 10 defense in a season where nobody was playing a lot of defense, all right? They're pretty bad. Yeah, but that offense at that point they was They made was a likely... couple of acquisitions. Hang on. They made a couple of acquisitions. And now that defense is a lot better than they were when the when the season first started. Last 2-3 weeks we have seen a very very different Seahawks defensive team. Man, okay. Yeah, but they're it... I mean, they beat up on the Eagles last week. Like, I, what do you think they're going to get with the Giants? Agreed. I just they were going to shit ass team. Yeah, they still gave up seventeen points. They only won by six. Like, I understand it was a fluky whatever thing. Um, first off, first off, there was a touchdown drive that was 
a 30-something yard penalty that should have been a penalty that didn't get called, by the way. The, yeah. uh, the uh, 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 what's it called? Intentional grounding call where they were like, he, you know, he got the ball past the line of scrimmage. And then on replay, no, he was like six yards behind the line of scrimmage. That was a 30-something yard penalty that That's they true. took off the board. There's no way the Eagles get that first down. They punt. Instead, they scored on that drive, by the way. So, uh, okay, that's, that's um, a valid point. That's a valid point. So, anyway, point. so, yeah, you take Dan, that off. And so, then a miracle touchdown to push the number? Come on, man. So, in, in this spot, like, it, so Daniel Jones, it, he's he's out for this game. Yes, um, Daniel Jones isn't playing. It, but does it does that make any difference? Like, it, how much of a difference yes, does it, he make? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback, but he's a lot better than what they got behind him. I don't even know who the backup is. I should know this. That's kind of an insult. Hang on. I'd say, hey, it's all good. Uh, Ryan said, uh, oh, he said, is, no, Casey said, isn't Danny Dimes out? Uh, Ryan asked if they pulled RG3 out of the game, and, and yes, they yes. did. Um, he said, everyone's on the Falcons, and it pisses oh, me Colt, off. Colt McCoy came in in backup relief. Well, I mean, Colts got experience. He's played, oh, so you know. Okay, there we go. And yeah, thank me for my service. Jumped in with that. Um, Colt, Colt McCoy hasn't played in like six years. Uh, he had uh, didn't he break his leg last year or two years ago? Whatever it was. Oh, I don't know. So, I don't remember that. that. That's shocking to me. I just remember he took over for RG three in two thousand twelve. Okay, or two thousand thirteen. Yeah. yeah, that was that was eight years ago, or seven that's, years ago. That's so ridiculous. That is so freaking ridiculous. All right. Um, let's move on. Seahawks minus 10. I think we're both rolling that way. I like um, the sea chickens. Yep, the sea chickens it is. Rams at the Cardinals division game. Cardinals a three-point underdog at home. Um, yeah, and now, and now they got to share a stadium. So, but we'll talk about that here in a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, so I the Cardinals always seem to find a way to win, like, this kind of a game, right? Am I, you know, help, help me out here. What I I feel, I I want to bet the Cardinals so bad. I can't I can't help you here. I I, I don't know what to do. Like, so my only the only reason I would touch this game is all is I would take the Rams if we find out or if we get any more kind of inkling that there's something wrong with uh, Murray because two weeks ago he went down and it looked like he got hurt in that Patriots game. Um, and he tried to come back, and he tried to keep fighting, and then he looked like shit last week, and it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, did he really get hurt, and is he playing through an injury? Um, if if he's hurt against this front four of the Rams, man, it's I, a problem. I do I do not like the Cardinals at all. If he's fine, then I'm fine, and I'll take the Cardinals. I'll take the points. That's I, I'm I'm gonna roll that way. I'm going but to take Murray, Murray is the most important factor here. Oh, okay? yes, 100%. I mean, if if he is really hurt, he's going to struggle and he's going to be bad. If he's trying to play through an injury, that ain't good. I mean, that's just as bad as putting somebody who's garbage back there. You're taking the Rams. I'm, I'm going to oh, – yes, right now we got to make our pick now. Yeah, for our pick yeah. thing, yes. But it's the reason it's not a gambling pick of mine is because I really like it one way or I really like it the other, all depending on this one person. Yeah, that's – I mean, it, and it's if he's very playing he's healthy, I like the Cardinals a lot. If he's not healthy, I like the Rams a lot. Uh, Akbar Salawev jumped in. Uh, hopefully I said that right. He said, I think you guys missed my comment earlier, but you guys are the best. Hey, we appreciate that, Akbar. 
Uh, and then Ryan asked how my college basketball picks are going today. Uh, none of them has started. Uh, I've got four games. I think he tonight. was asking for the college basketball picks, right? No, he said how those college basketball picks are okay. going today. Yeah, I've got, my, my first game is Quinnipiac and Drexel. That's at 6.30. Then I got two at 7, one at 8. So I'm I'm good for a little while. I don't I don't have any money on the early games. Um, let's see. Colt experience playing on a, on a bad team. He should be just fine. Cardinals money line from Casey. I'm taking the Rams if Jalen Ramsey plays from Ryan. Uh, Bears will knock out either the Rams or the Cardinals from the seventh seed. I think the Cardinals win and the Rams fade down the stretch. Uh, that was from Casey. And then Case Storm said, no, sir, Casey. <laughs> I don't think the Bears are making the playoffs. I don't think so either. Hey, uh, I wrote down Eagles at Packers. Do we want to do we want to talk about this one? I, I, I don't have an opinion outside of the fact that one team's really good and the other team's really bad. At, I was I was looking at it more from the eight and a half. Um, that 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 extra point and a half doesn't scare me. Yeah, I don't think so either. I I think the Packers win this by two touchdowns. So, <laughs> Packers can't stop teams that run the football. And Miles Miles Sanders is really good running back. Yeah, but, but Bar- their offensive Bar- line is still is still beat up. Yeah, but they they I don't just telling you. They've been ran on by bad offensive lines before, okay? (laughs) They're just not good at stopping the run. I don't understand that, by the way. I don't know how great defensive players are good at one part of defense, but not good at the other when they play on the front seven. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. I can rush the quarterback better than anybody, but if he hands the ball to the person standing behind him, I can't ever tackle that guy. I don't know how that works. All right. I played football up until my 10th grade year. Okay. I wasn't very good, but I consistently, if I got to the backfield, I could tackle either one of those guys. It didn't, it didn't matter if it was the quarterback or the running back. I could, I could get them both. Uh, Like Ryan asked, (laughs) Oh, Casey jumps in. He's got Providence money line, Gonzaga minus eight and a half and Baylor minus four and a half. Three like, Hey, props to you, man. Uh, I, I ain't touching any of those. Any of those at all. Like, I'm definitely not betting against Gonzaga, but uh, my numbers had that West Virginia-Gonzaga line at, like, four. So, <laughs> either way, uh, what do you guys think the trade value of Carson Wentz and Mitchell Trubisky would be? Maybe a fourth-round pick? No. No, no it's There is zero. no trade value. There is no trade value. We're going we're gonna to do this every week until you guys stop, until you just got to get it through your head. Nobody, for Wentz, nobody wants Wentz with that contract. And nobody no wants Trubisky. Wants that. And nobody wants Trubisky at all. Like they, If they he would... was cut tomorrow, if he was released tomorrow, he would have a hard time having a team pick him up. He, he now, Somebody have... would pick him up, yeah. but they're not giving up an asset for him. No, absolutely not. There is no trade value. No. So, Casey said, uh, I know you think I'm crazy, but I think the Eagles win this game. Wentz has the Packers number. Uh, different... Different teams, different times, different everything. This I do think that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Pats minus one at the Chargers. Uh, You know, Chargers, not great. They seem to always lose really close ball games, so that one point there uh, kind of makes a difference. Uh, AK Storm jumped in. He said two biscuits and a pack of noodles. No value. I'm not giving two biscuits away. 
No, I'd eat them biscuits before I Hell take Hell yeah, I'm eating them biscuits uh, before I take on either one of those bastards. My God. Uh, so, I, I'm, I'm rolling Pats here. I think the Pats find a way to get it done. Justin Herbert has looked great all year, but he is still he won't, a rookie. He won't look great this week. That's what I'm saying. Bill, Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback doesn't usually go well. Uh, Bill Belichick against Anthony Lynn doesn't usually go well. That's that's my logic. I know the, I know the Patriots are playing the exact same game plan that the that the Ravens have been playing all year. We're trying to win football games without a quarterback right now. Look, it happens. Um, it, it, Justin Herbert's going to have a rough rough go of it come yes. Sunday. Yes, he is. Uh, let's see. I've got three soups on the Eagles, and Ryan said DK Metcalf is the best wide receiver uh, right yes. now. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, that's, that's I think right. that's defend. It's. Him and it's him and Hopkins. It's him and Hopkins. Yes. I think I would take him over Hopkins. He's way younger and just a freak of an athlete. Hopkins has hands. DK's dropped four or five big balls lately, and Hopkins drops nothing. But Hopkins isn't close to the athlete DK is anymore. Yeah. Uh the Brown Yeti, by the way, jumps in. If you are good and balanced on both pass rushing and run stopping, you are Jadavian Clowney and supposedly not worth the money. Well, not worth. You might not be worth the money because he wants a lot of money, but you're still really good, and you make your defense better. I guess I think you do. Yeah, I think so. Uh, K Storm said, "I'll trade Carson Wentz for a PS5." I, yeah, I mean, nobody's if, if you giving had, you a PS5 for Carson Wentz. Yeah, no, nobody would do that. PS5. Uh, Sunday night football: Broncos at the Chiefs. Chiefs are a thirteen and a half point favorite, and. You know, I mean, the reason, of course, we're talking about this is it is the Sunday night game. Going to yeah. be a lot of eyeballs on it. Everybody likes to talk about Patrick Mahomes. Uh, this seems boring. The Broncos quarterbacks, all four of them were fined for breaking protocol, all that kind of mess. Um, you know, I I think the Chiefs can do whatever they want here. You know what's funny? I thought about this when I, when I heard the list of the quarterbacks. Locke was a third-round guy or a second-round guy? Second round. Like a okay. pick 44, 45, something like that. Or 42. Something All like their other quarterbacks are old veterans that just aren't good. They have to be spending less on their quarterback room than any team, any locker room in the, in the country, right? Yes. I would bet the total amount of money that they're spending on their quarterback room. Like, if if we're talking about dollars and cents-wise, that's a position you kind of want to lose everybody in because it costs you nothing. Oh, 100%. Like that's that's the biggest thing. Uh, Casey said Chiefs covered. Did the Broncos even have a quarterback this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, none, yeah, none of those guys tested play. positive. All, everybody's fine. Everybody's cleared to play. Everybody's fine. I still don't think They're it matters. They're just not any good. They're just yeah. not any good. Drew Locke's not good at football. Yeah, I, I'll take the Chiefs here. Uh, it's a division game. Chiefs always look for some reason to be excited about games, and, and they'll find one with this being a division game. So, uh, so we'll both take the Chiefs here. Uh, Monday Night Football, we got two games. We got Washington at the Steelers. Steelers, eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, I'll go ahead and wrap up That's, Washington. That line's not right. That line's not right. That line's not right. What, did it change already? No, it hasn't changed at all. It opened at ten-and-a-half. Hang on. No, it opened at twelve-and-a-half. And, twelve and, and a half. Heritage, bet online. Nope. So, bet Heritage, online. Heritage, but keep keep going because it's th- those are bad numbers. Oh. I'm telling you, it's ten-and-a-half or eleven everywhere. So basically, you can't, you can't actually go to a website and find it at that number. So we may just have to talk about the Monday night games on Monday, uh, like the Monday. Well, no, and Tuesday I mean, you could, I'm telling you right now. Bet on. I'm looking at Bet Online right now has this line at eleven, at ten and a half. 
strange. That's what the line is. What what they're saying on that website is not accurate. It's what I'm telling you. Interesting. All right, so so should we say ten? Lines ten and a half. Lines ten and a half. Just talk about the game. Lines ten and a half. Ten and a half. I will. uh, I can't say it's eight and a half. You damn sure can't do that. I got you. I I mean, I was looking at. So I've got Heritage at eight and a half. Bet on line nine. Wager Web eight and a half. So I'm telling you, those numbers are wrong. That's a. a, I I figure because most people don't even have the damn line up because the Steelers are still playing. Because the Steelers are still playing right now. But if it if it's ten and a half, like I am damn sure taking Washington. Like Steelers play down to the level of competition all the time. And they will certainly do it again here against a pretty good defense. This is going to be low scoring. Uh, this will be, what is it, a look-ahead spot for uh, for the Steelers? Like, don't they play somebody after? Um, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. I'm, I have no idea what their schedule looks like. I, I know Oh, I they, know play, hey, 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 they, they play uh, They play the Bills next Sunday, like the okay. Sunday after. I'm I'm going to tell you I like Washington and I almost don't care what the number is as long as it's over a touchdown. Um, we have seen teams lately, this Ravens team especially, when you know they can do nothing but run the football, run it right down the Steelers' throats. Yeah, like like there's ways to run on them. I don't. Some teams just can't do it at all. If Washington is smart and they've watched this game film and they they see what the Ravens are doing, they'll be and then. You, Anthony uh, uh, Gibson gonna run all over them. Yep. yep. If they can run on them. They can get yards. They can control the line of scrimmage. They can slow the game down. They can the defense, eat clock. Tick 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 tick. The defense can get them points. Yep. 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 I'm telling you. I think I think Washington is a is a sneaky spot for them. Anything over a touchdown, I like the I like the football team. I am the same way. Uh, by the way, we've got guys talking about Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Ryan said Trevor Lawrence. Uh, going to hold off going to the NFL if the Jets win the first pick. And then Casey said, uh, I think Trevor might refuse to go to the Jets and pull in Eli Manning, uh, not if Dabo is his coach. Just throwing it out there. Oh, please make that happen. For the love of everything that I know to be good and holy in this world. Just, just come on. Just throwing that out there into the ether, not saying that it's going to happen. but What do you think Dabo would be like in New York? I think we'd, he would be laughed out of that locker room, but no, 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 in the city, in the, in city. the city. Oh God, it'd be horrible. Oh my God, he, if he thinks he gets too much media coverage and all that crap now, you're talking about country ass bumpkin going sure. up to the big city and has to live there, not spend a weekend there at a Heisman, you know, dinner where it's all just college football guys around you. Well, he but, he could he could live across the river and there. There's there's some bumpkin stuff going on over in New Jersey. We all know that, right? Oh, I think there's some. Okay. It's not <laughs> New York City stuff, but it's some other stuff going on over there. It ain't bumpkin, though. Ryan said, where are you guys from? Hey, uh, we are we are just outside of Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, we're in the Memphis, so, Tennessee area. We, we're bumpkin. Just bumpkins. cross state line in, in, in Mississippi. Don't don't let us fool you. We, we are bumpkins. Like, oh, yeah. No, I have no – listen, I would not fare well. I, I would be fine because I don't give a shit what people think of me. Dabo 100% cares what people think of him. Oh, yes. Because he cries about it all the time. Yep, yep, you are correct. Uh, Casey said Dabo ain't leaving Clemson. Uh, I mean – I think I think that's true, by the I, way. I do, I do think that that is mostly true, but I have seen dumber stuff. Uh, Ryan said, how's the snow like in Tennessee? Uh, there's not enough of it. 
Well, not where we live. In no, Gatlinburg, they got a bunch. Pigeon Forge of Smokies got a lot, which no, we're, I we're, like. We're down in the tri-state area. We're, we're, yeah, we're in Memphis. We're, we don't get a lot of snow. We're, we're 30 minutes from Arkansas, 30 minutes from Tennessee, 30 minutes from Mississippi. Like, just it's all a quick drive. It's all right there. So, is what it is. Uh, we got two more games. Bills minus two and a half at the 49ers. Um, this one's in Glendale, Arizona at the Cardinal Stadium. I So, I told you that... I thought that I might roll with the 49ers this week. Okay. I don't think I'm going to. Okay. I don't like they they showed up against the the Rams last week and you know, I thought all right, they're getting right, they're getting together, all that kind of stuff. I don't think that they are going to be able to stop this Bills offense. And I think that the 49ers make it hard on themselves to be able to score points with, you know, what they've got. And I understand like it, Monster, you know, he's back, all that stuff, you know, whatever. But it's still Nick Mullins. I I think there's not a lot of quarterbacks I would say this about. I, I do think that I really like Josh Allen a lot more in this spot than I do Nick Mullen. Um, I think I'm going to ride with Buffalo, man. I can get him at two. I can get – no, I can get him one and a half at bet online right now. Yeah. Yeah, get, I'll, I'll take I'll take the bills here. Um, I just I, – I don't know. It, it, it seems like there's too much upheaval going on with – with the 49ers right now, having to relocate completely. Uh, Kyle Shanahan just looked like a completely defeated man uh, when he had to do his little press conference about that yesterday. Like, they're just, they're having to completely up and move the entire organization this week, and they still got to play a game. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm crazy. Brown Yeti said he's got the That's a a legit thing, by the way. But I, I trust in Kyle, and they're starting to get, all these other guys back and and I I I think this is a different 49ers team that was before the season started. They're, they're a tough team. Yeah. I mean, hell, they were a tough team when they lost everybody. They were still a tough out. They still fight everybody hard. They don't ever quit. And uh and and I, I just trust Kyle Shanahan. I, I like Sean McDermott a lot. Okay. This is not a knock on him, but I there's there's no coach right now in the NFL that I would take if we were drafting coaches right now for the rest of you know, to to start a career, I would take I would take Kyle. I mean, that makes sense. We we got I a lot of guys. I think he can win now, and I think he can win in 10, 20 years. We got a lot of guys in here. Uh, <laughs> thank me for my service. The best team in the NFL is the Niners. IR. <laughs> that's, that's it's a pretty, pretty good football team. Yes, it, it was a pretty it was a, it was a damn good football team for a while. Your last crap said 49ers outright. Casey said I think the 49ers pull it out. Ryan Johnson said Richard Sherman and Mostert equals 49ers win. Akbar said they're getting Ayuk back. He's active now. Uh, and then the Yeti jumps in and says, uh, I got the Bills. So, a lot of love. Birdie, of course, jumping in with Robert Sala uh, being the true coach of the year in the NFL. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of people having some 49ers love. I, I'm, I'm glad I got one guy on my Bills side over here. Uh, but I do, I, I've I seen do these, think Kyle Shanahan needs to be getting some, some, some coach of the year love. I have seen fishy lines with the 49ers this year already, and I have bet them, and I have gotten my ass handed to me. I am rolling the other way. Connor Owens jumps in. Who are y'all's favorites as of now for the Vanderbilt job? I like Will Healy. I don't know if he's going to get it. Uh, I don't know what they're planning on doing. There there seems to be some player revolt stuff going on. Message hey, board. do or, they not have an athletic director? Are they running with, a, like, an athletic board? Yes. There's, like, a leader of their athletic department, but – but she's not so it's a black woman named um 
God, I cannot remember her name right now off the top of my head. Um, so but she's just the head of the board. No, no, she's no, no, not she's, the she, AD, right? She is the acting AD. She okay, makes okay. The I didn't know that. I thought they were running a board, and I thought she was the head of the board. No, 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 no. She is. Uh, okay. She's the head of the athletic department. So she's actually an active AD, an acting yes. AD. That's fine. I didn't know that. I was, I was under. I I just thought they were running it with some weird ass board. I was like, God, come on, Vanderbilt. Uh, Connor said, uh, Clark Lee is the target. Even James Franklin has been listed. Yeah, on Monday's show, we went through that whole list from the Tennessee, and I don't know that Clark Lee is – I don't think he's going to take that job. I think he he can do better, which is crazy to say that about an SEC team, I know. But, uh, you know, there's – James Franklin is not coming back to Vanderbilt. That's not happening. No. Um, Clark Lee is – like, I think that's wishful thinking. Obviously, he's got ties to Vanderbilt. You know, there's – all kinds of ties. He's buddies with Tim Corbin, like all this kind of stuff. But I, I think they're looking more in the Jamie Chadwell, uh, Will Healy kind of spot. And and I think that makes sense. I mean, there's no there's no shortage of people that want the job. Barry Odom at Missouri wants another chance. Like, you just got to figure out exactly what you want. Do you want somebody to build a culture? Do you want somebody that can develop players? Do you want to try and recruit to Nashville? Um you know, because you're always going to be on the back burner uh, of all these other SEC programs. You're, you're not even going to be the, the top guy in your own city. So, you know, it, right now you do not have the same situation that James Franklin had, which was a down Georgia, a down Florida, a down Tennessee, a down, like all this stuff that, that all just kind of worked perfectly for him. You don't have that right now. So you're going to have to get a guy. Like there's been some people talk about Jeff Munkin coming in and running triple option and whatever. Like I, maybe that's a good option, but I – I don't know. As far as as far as Vandy goes, like my favorite for it would be Will Healy because he knows the area and he is a culture builder, and that's I think what they need. But I don't know because they they got problems in that locker room right now. They got issues. Uh, Ryan Johnson wants to know how long we've known each other. Uh, how old were we? Six. Second grade. Whatever second grade people are. That'd be about seven. I couldn't tell you how old I was. About, about seven years old. So. Yeah, we used to watch WWE stuff. I actually sent you a podcast today that uh, that I wanted you to listen to about about wrestling. So <laughs> old school WWE stuff back when it was WWF and it was better. Uh, when do you think a hire will be announced uh, before or after signing day? Um, I am shocked that we have a Vanderbilt football fan in here. I, I'll, I'll just go ahead and admit that. Um, so I I would imagine that they will have somebody hired before signing day. They will get somebody in in the next few weeks, couple of weeks, whatever it is. Um, but I, I don't think it would have to do with the recruiting. I, I don't think that you fired Derek Mason early unless you want to go ahead and get your guy. Yeah, I agree. So, um, Birdie said, I was away for a bit for dinner in case I missed it, uh, and you were wondering, Eagles are my pick of the week, spread and money line. Uh, hey, Birdie, if you're right, uh, we will definitely give you a shout-out because, hey. man – <laughs> I could not bet my money on the Eagles. All right, you want to make picks? Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot we've got to do that. Yeah, let's do that. I was getting ready to wrap up the show. Uh, yes. Hey, uh, I can tell. How about, how about go ahead and give me your five picks right quick, and then I'll end with my five picks, and we'll get out of here. All right, Colts minus three at the Texans. Uh, without Will Fuller, I think this offense is going to have a very big problem scoring. Uh, somebody in the comments, I don't remember who it was, you can you can out yourself in a minute. Talked about how it's tough trusting Philip Rivers. Yes, 
That's not something I enjoy doing, but uh, this is not a quarterback battle. This is a one team is far superior battle, and the head coach on the other side is far superior. Give me the Colts, minus three. Um, Seahawks, minus ten at home against the Giants. I think this Giants team is not very good. I think the Seahawks team is actually much, much improved compared to the team that started the season. Um, On defense, you mean? On defense, on defense. And offensively, they're the same as they've always been. They're going to put up points. Um, They're going to drop the ball off to DK. They're going to drop the ball off the locket. They're going to let them go make plays. And last week, Chris Carson came back, and Chris Carson was running like a mother. And uh, it was exciting (laughs) to see. And uh, I like the Seahawks. Give me the football team. You can find this number all over the place right now. I did look. You actually can find it at eight and a half somewhere. That's insane. That's ridiculous. I found it at ten and a half. I'm going to take it at ten and a half um, against the Steelers team that I still have no idea how they're undefeated. Just the horseshoe firmly supplanted in their rectum. Um, at some point in time, that's going to drop out. And uh, and I like the the football team at ten and a half. I like th- betting teams that are coming off just huge embarrassing losses the next yeah. week that I think are pretty good. Okay. Okay. I get to take the Raiders coming off of just an ass whipping. And they get to play the Jets. Now I gotta lay seven and a half. I gotta lay more than the touchdown, but this is kind of the least the Jets have been like a dog for a while. Yes. So it's not double digits. And uh and, and give me the give me the Raiders. Give me the Vegas Raiders to beat them by more than a touchdown. And then my last pick, I'm taking my Brownies plus six. I think this Titans team can't stop the run. Every team that has fought hard against them and where they lost early, where they got upset early by teams far worse than them were when they could run the football on them. And I absolutely think the Browns can run the football on them. And I think they will run the football on them. Now, will they be able to stop the 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 Titans run game? Probably not. Will they be able to 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 slow down a Brown? Probably not. So I I think this is going to be a little higher scoring, and the only reason it might be low scoring is if they just both these teams matriculate the ball down the field and not have big plays. Um, Not a lot of possessions. Those those are my picks. My five, uh, Raiders minus seven and a half at the Jets, same reasons you just gave. Um, And the Jets just suck. I mean, my God, the Jets are awful. Um, I've got the Colts minus three, same reasons that you just talked about. Lions plus three at the Bears. I, I know that we're pulling for Chicago, all that good stuff, but this is another one of those situations. We've seen it twice this year already. The Lions were so glad to have Patricia gone. I think that they show up this week. So I am taking the Lions on the road. Uh, Saints minus two and a half at the Falcons. So many people on the Falcons this week. Uh, just, just ridiculous. Like, the Saints are the better football team. Just go with the better football team. Especially under a field goal. I mean, give me a friggin' break here. And finally, the Bengals plus 11 and a half at the Dolphins. I know this Dolphins team has got a fantastic defense. I get that. But I think the Bengals are going to be able to put up at least a little bit of a fight. And I, 11 and a half points just feels like way too much for this Dolphins team that can't seem to find the end zone right now. So give me, uh, give me the Bengals here. And, um, and yeah, that is going to wrap it up. Anything else we need to discuss today? Nope, that's it. That is it. Boy, we had a we had a nice, long discussion about the Big Ten. If you missed that earlier, go back, download the podcast. Um, man, we, we are so tired of this college football playoff system. So, it, it is what it is. Um, so, with that said, let's get out of here. You guys in the chat, you're all fantastic. You're always fantastic. We certainly appreciate all of you 
Keep sharing the show out. Uh, we had a record number of podcast downloads last month, and we certainly appreciate that. We, uh, we've had a couple of people call us about doing features about the podcast and whatnot because of our record growth last month, and that's kind of cool. So, uh, so we certainly appreciate you guys. Casey said, later players, good luck with the NCAA basketball. Hey, I appreciate that for sure. Um, doing well so far, 8-2-1 on the year already. So with that said, uh, let's go on and hop out of here. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. And, uh, and yeah, let's make sure that you take care of yourself, that you take care of each other. That's the most important thing. And, uh, and let's cash some tickets. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.